Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football, and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Arsenal have decided to seal the permanent deal for David Raya that will take place in 2024. It's all guaranteed, according to Fabrizio Romano. £27 million is the fee. We'll discuss the structure and more on this bonus edition of the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. Hey, everybody, how's it going? Hope you're all good. Hope you're all well. Happy Thursday evening. I was going to uh, save our next podcast for tomorrow for the uh, Brentford preview. We'll still be bringing you that, of course. But given the news that has broken today, uh, the reports that are doing the rounds with concern to Arsenal's Spanish goalkeeper, I figured it was worth jumping on and recording a very quick, short bonus edition. So I'm not going to be live for very long, but I just wanted to share them some thoughts, get some of your thoughts. Can't even speak this evening. I've been speaking all day. I'm all talked out. But anyway, I wanted to get some of your thoughts, share some of mine as well with you guys in the live chat on this very matter. It feels like the Raya Ramsdale conversation has been going on for way too long. I'm tired of it. I'm bored of it. And you know, although we're not going to see any conclusion to this kind of narrative that keeps running and this debate that keeps rising to the surface until at least um, we uh, we get to the January window when maybe, and I don't know this for a fact, Aaron Ramsdale may move on. I, I don't think it will happen, but the point I'm trying to make is that this debate is going to continue and continue and continue. And if nothing changes in January, well, then we have to accept that this is going to be the situation from January until the summer. And we need to stop talking about it and we need to focus solely on the football. And I suggest that Aaron Ramsdale um, advises his family to stop talking about it and everybody acts professionally and gets on with it and works in the best interests of Arsenal Football Club. Because that's what we all want. We all want the same thing, right? Now, I think we all knew that when Arsenal agreed the loan deal for David Raya, um, with the option to turn it permanent, that that was probably going to be executed by the club. I certainly felt that it was, you know, the the only way that Arsenal could do it, given their FFP situation. It was a way of guaranteeing Brentford a fee in a year's time. That works for us, but it also works for them as well. And I'll come on to discuss that in a little bit more detail a little bit later on. So we all knew that this was going to happen at some point. But for it to drop, what, two days out from Aaron Ramsdale coming back into the Arsenal goal, we assume, we imagine, we think for the trip to Brentford due to David Raya's ineligibility. It, it, I don't know. It's, it's it's a bit weird, isn't it? Or it feels a bit weird. I mean, let's be clear on this. We're going to bring you up to speed with exactly who said what and where this story has come from. Um, but before we do that, if I could just quickly remind you, please do leave a like on the video, subscribe to the channel. If your brand's spanking new and if you're listening to us on audio, well, please do leave us a review as well. That really, really does help. Okay, so 
I think the best place to start is with uh, Fabrizio Romano's tweet or X. What do you call these things nowadays? Because that's where uh, this all came from. That's um, where the stories come from. Fabrizio Romano, very well connected in the football space, as we all know. Nobody's disputing that. Nobody's saying that what he's saying isn't true or anything like that. But I just want to clarify exactly what he has said so that we can kind of break it down in the best possible way. This was his post earlier on this afternoon. Understand Arsenal have decided to seal the David Raya deal for 2024. It's all guaranteed as buy option clause will be triggered for £27 million. Raya already signed potential long-term contract as Arsenal player for June 2024. All done. Brentford accepted this structure due to FFP. So if we break that down, what Fabrizio Romano is saying is that it's to his understanding that Arsenal have agreed, well, they already agreed the price, but have opted to execute their clause, which means that they can sign David Raya for £27 million in June 2024. They also goes on to say that Raya has signed a potential long-term contract as an Arsenal player that will take effect at the end of this loan deal in June 2024. So basically, it would be Arsenal executing a transfer ahead of time. Now, Brentford accepted this structure, according to Fabrizio Romano and various others, because that's the only way that Arsenal could do the deal due to their FFP restraints. However, this does work to Brentford's advantage as well, because Brentford um, are a club that don't generate anywhere near the same revenue as the big six, if you like. Understandable. That's why we repeatedly talk about what a wonderful, wonderful job Thomas Frank's done, the club have done in terms of talent identification and all the rest of it. They're doing wonderfully, wonderfully well to be where they are. Now, the TV revenue from the Premier League is obviously a big boost and it helps. But Brentford are a club um, that have to sell players quite regularly in order to keep their heads above water, in order to make sure that their FFP stuff is all in line. Because as I say, you know, they don't generate the same revenues as some of the big boys, but equally they want to remain competitive. They don't get the same gate receipts as even the likes of Everton and and various others, yet they want to compete. And they're doing a wonderful job of that. What this does is it means that Brentford are guaranteed £27 million of income from a player sale next year and they've kind of you know they they don't have to worry about that it means that when they move into their next period and when they move into the next season Thomas Frank will be comfortable and the club will be comfortable in knowing that whatever amount of money they need to generate it will be minus the 27 million pounds that they already have in the bank so although they're not getting the money straight away if you're trying to plan strategically actually knowing that that money's coming in as a guarantee can really, really help and can take the pressure off Brentford, who may, you know, unearth another gem because they've unearthed plenty since they've been in the Championship and in the Premier League. You know, they might be able to hold on to someone for an extra year or what have you because they know that this money's coming in. So although it works more to Arsenal's advantage, the fact it's being done like this, it's not one of those things that is you know, a a kick in the teeth for Brentford. It's not something that doesn't benefit them whatsoever. There are certainly benefits for the Bees as well. And and that's what really frustrated me, I think, about the reporting when this deal was initially done, because it was very much like, 
oh God, Arsenal have pulled their pants down here. How have they managed to do that to Brentford? Well, Brentford are not a silly club. You don't rise the way that they have and get to the position that they have without being smart, without being shrewd. They also made sure that David Raya signed a contract extension with them so that in the event that Arsenal decided not to take up this option, uh, they'd be protected with regards to his value and be able to sell him on somewhere else without being in that position of him having run his contract down and losing him on a free. So Brentford have taken steps to protect themselves here. There will not be a single Arsenal fan out there that that thought that this was not going to be the case. You know, over time, I think we've we've realised more and more that it was a shoo-in that David Raya was going to become an Arsenal player. I remember saying at the time when we did the deal, well, this was the perfect scenario for Arsenal because on the one hand, you had... Um, you know, a good goalkeeper coming in that could compete and potentially become your number one, but would, would elevate the level of your goalkeeping department, generally speaking. You can see how they compete, see how they get on over the course of the season. You come to the end of the season and you can either activate that clause and get David Raya in the door, or um, you can let him go back. And Brentford will still have a player on a contract that they can sell to someone else. Arsenal would still have Aaron Ramsdale or if over the course of the season, David Raya proved himself to be an upgrade on Aaron Ramsdale, then having tied him down to a new contract not that long ago, Arsenal could then sell him and generate the money, if not more than what they paid for David Raya. So do you see what I mean? Like this, the way Arsenal played this, I think, was really clever, really smart. Um, what I didn't think was that this competition would be a non-event. What I thought was that the pair were going to compete that the pair were going to rotate between league, Champions League and the Cups, and that it was going to be a fair fight between Mikel, uh, between Mikel Arteta's two goalkeepers, Aaron Ramsdale and David Raya. What I would say is that's not been the case. That's not been the case so far. It felt like Mikel Arteta was just biding his time just to try and make that transition a little bit smoother. It didn't work because it's all everybody's talking about, but he's moved Aaron Ramsdale to one side. He's put David Raya in. And although Raya isn't going to play, uh, of course, at Brentford because he's ineligible because he's still currently on loan from that club. I'm almost certain that Raya is going to come in and play against Lons in the Champions League on Wednesday. So I think Mikel Arteta set out his stories, made it very, very clear who the number one is, and people just need to accept it and get on with it. That's that's my opinion on it now. I'm sick and tired of it now. Um, you know, we've talked about it far too much. We have to because it's in the news and we have to make sure that we talk about it fairly and, you know, cover the subject as best as we can. But, you know, this was always going to happen. I, I don't think that Arsenal would have wanted this to get out now, especially given how close it is to a game that we're almost certain Aaron Ramsdale will play in. And it's important to note, when people say that Ramsdale's been treated unfairly, which you could argue he has, when people say that the club have been disrespectful to Ramsdale, which again, you could argue that they have, I'm not sure it's that black and white. I'm not sure it's that simple. But, it's important to note here that this has not come out from the football club. Okay, that's the big point here. This has come from Fabrizio Romano, who, as I said earlier, we all know is very, very well connected. And we all know, um, you know, has his ear very, very close to the ground. He will hear things. He'll be fed information by agents, by, um, you know, parties seeking to gain something, by friends in the business, all of that stuff. He's put this out because... You know, as a journalist, you want to get it first. You want to make that story first. You want it to be your story. You want it to be your exclusive. But I can tell you this, Arsenal behind the scenes will not be pleased with A, this, 
the timing of it, the fact that Fabrizio Romano has put this out into the open probably before Arsenal were ready uh, to go public with anything like this, maybe even before Brentford wanted it to go public. Um, and B, they'll still be unhappy with what Nick Ramsdale had to say on the Highbury Squad podcast last week. So we're kind of in a position where I feel like we can talk about Arsenal mismanaging this and, and maybe they have to a degree. You know, I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know what was promised to Ramsdale. I don't know what was promised to Raya. It's difficult for me to say um, with any kind of conviction. Yes, they got it wrong or no, actually they're doing the right thing. Time will tell us whether this is the right thing or not. But as I say, I don't think that they will be um, happy with all the noise around this and Fabrizio Romano putting this story out today as he has. Interesting, when you say, you know, oh, well, you know, the club feeds all of the journalists and all the rest of it. It's interesting to me that Fabrizio Romano's the only one that's gone with this. Nobody else, none of the other big Arsenal journos that normally lead on these stories have come out to report this with a follow-on. You know, say, for example, during a transfer window, right? Let's say it's a David Ornstein exclusive, or let's say it's a Fabrizio Romano exclusive. Either way, you'll normally get um, one of those big hitters come out with a transfer story. Then you'll get the rest of the Arsenal journos, the ones that are plugged in, the ones that are brilliant at their job, and the ones that are, um, of course, the usual suspects when it comes to breaking this stuff. What they normally do is they then go and do their own fact-finding and their own investigation and their own... Um, you know, they'll contact their own people and they'll try and figure out what's happening. And if they hear the same thing and if they believe that to be true, they'll come out and report it too. And let's say it's a David Ornstein exclusive. Fabrizio Romano will come out and say, Arsenal are X um, with X and as reported by David Ornstein. But there's been no follow-up on this. So either it's not true or none of the Arsenal journos, the ones that specialise in Arsenal, have been able to get any comment or any confirmation from anyone within the club circle, which suggests not necessarily that what Fabrizio Romano is saying not is not true, but it suggests that Arsenal are not wanting to give anything on this. Arsenal are not wanting this to be out there in the first place. So you can say that they've mismanaged it, all the rest of it, but... You know, this is a this is a leak, essentially, right? And the problem is when you're doing deals like this, leaks can occur from all different places and from so many different places that you can't possibly control them all and you can't possibly um, reduce the, the, uh, the possibility of this stuff happening. You know, sometimes it's just out of your hands and I feel like that's what's happened to Arsenal um, here. I mentioned the timing of it. Again, not ideal. Um, but it wasn't ideal that Nick Ramsdale came out shouting off either the the week before uh, Aaron Ramsdale was due to play I say shouting off that's not fair on him let me clarify that let me be clear he was very passionate about the situation that his son finds himself in at the moment but that wasn't helpful in my opinion the week before he played if I'm going to share with you my thoughts on Raya's Arsenal career so far underwhelming you know, he has been. There's no doubt about that. There's been games where I've looked at him and thought, my God, are you actually ready for this? Are you ready for this step up? I think all the noise around this situation certainly hasn't helped him and it's made it more difficult to him. And maybe the pressure from that has got to him more than the pressure of actually stepping up and playing at a higher level with a bigger club and in the Champions League 
and all the rest of it. But in recent weeks, I've started to uh, look, let me be clear. I don't look at David Ryan and think he's perfect and he's great. And, and you know, there's no issue here and there's no debate around whether or not Ramsdale should play. I think there is a debate. I think there are serious questions that need to be asked. I think that, um, you know, if if it is true that Arsenal haven't communicated in a fair way with Aaron Ramsdale, then, of course, that that needs to be better, you know. But I don't know any of that stuff for me to be able to sit here and tell you one way or the other. What I do know, though, or at least what I think I'm starting to figure out, is what it is that Mikel Arteta sees in Aaron Ramsdale that he doesn't necessarily believe Aaron Ramsdale is capable of. I think it's to do a lot with um, the distribution. We talked a lot about that when Raya was first signed, but I think for me, it's it's the the distribution, it's the it's the coldness that David Raya seems to be able to have that Aaron Ramsdale couldn't, you know, the calmness in difficult moments, the willingness to continue playing out from the back, taking a touch on the ball and then driving it left or right or picking someone out, even if it means luring the striker a little bit too close for comfort at times. David Raya, even when he gets rattled, even when it nearly ends up in disaster, seems to have that coldness and conviction to keep doing it over and over and over again. And he doesn't seem to allow, in my opinion, emotion to dictate his game as much as Aaron Ramsdale does. Now, Ramsdale started this season really well, to be fair to him. You know, I thought he ended the last season badly. Maybe not badly, but certainly at a level that was lower than what we'd seen in the earlier months of the campaign. And I just think that Mikel Arteta saw an opportunity to upgrade. And he that's what he feels he's doing in, in, in having David Raya there. And um, and he wanted to take it. We've said it before. You need to be ruthless at the top level. And this is one of those decisions that Mikel Arteta will be judged on over the course of this campaign. And if at the end of the season we've won a major trophy, Arsenal have a great defensive record and, you know, everything's happy, then nobody's going to talk about this anymore. The performances at Arsenal this season haven't been what they were last season, but I would argue that that's been at the other end of the pitch more than it's been at the defensive end of the pitch where actually we've done a pretty good job. And David Raya, whatever you want to say about him, and I I w- would be the first to say that he's made me feel nervous and uncomfortable in certain situations, is a part of that defensive unit. So you have to give credit where credit's due. If I were Aaron Ramsdale, I would seek clarification from the club, if possible, having seen this story come out today. Although I highly doubt that, you know, those conversations haven't already taken place. Listen, if Aaron Ramsdale is going to leave in January, and we don't know that he is, it's the 23rd of November. He'd know that by now, and he'd be planning for that. And a part of me, when I was listening to Nick Ramsdale, felt that maybe that conversation had already been had, maybe that discussion had already been had, and maybe the wheels were already in motion, hence why he was talking like that. But the truth is, we don't really know. If you're a professional goalkeeper who's lost his place, you've got to get your head down, you've got to work hard, you've got to fight for your place. It might not be a fair fight. In my opinion, in that case, you should be seeking to resolve your situation, but not in the public domain. Arsenal certainly won't be talking about it publicly. He doesn't need Nick Ramsdale to be talking about it publicly. That's my opinion on the matter. He was passionate. He cares about his son. I understand that. I've got a son. I love him dearly. You know, I'll I'll defend him until, you know, the cows come home. But, you know, it's still, I don't know, it's still something that, um, 
it's still something that I think did Aaron Ramsdale no favours whatsoever. But anyway, we're, we're here to talk about Raya. We're going to wrap it up in a couple of minutes because I mentioned that this is just a very short bonus edition of the podcast. We've got a lovely preview of the Brentford game coming up tomorrow. If I could quickly ask if you could just leave a like on the video if you're watching us because we're nowhere near where we should be in terms of the likes. Um, please subscribe if you haven't done so already as well. Uh, just break down uh, before we go the details of this deal. So um, we don't know the length of the contract that David Raya has seemingly been offered by Arsenal. We know that it is a long-term contract. What does that mean? Four, five years? I don't know. Um, we probably will never get uh, official confirmation of that from the football club. But I'm sure as this situation develops and once that deal becomes um official and everything is confirmed, I'm sure someone will uh, be able to shed some light on uh, the finer details of that. Maybe an idea, an indication of the salary as well. Um, but this is a deal that's going to be completed in June 2024. So the, the June coming up uh, and the fee um, payable to Brentford will be £27 million. It's not clear exactly how that will be structured, whether it will be a one-off upfront payment. Um, you know, Arsenal have paid a loan fee already which I believe is a part of the £27 million. Um, no, wait, let me just try and think back to, to what I was told about this. Sorry, I think that the £3 million that we paid for the loan fee is what would have taken it up to £30 million. So I believe, based on what I was told when we first heard about the loan deal, that actually the total will be £30 million once you factor in that loan fee uh, as well. Of course, it's going to cost Arsenal a bit more than that because Arsenal... Uh, are subsidising some wages as well in the interim and all the rest of it. Um, so, yeah, that's um, that's what I believe uh, the details to be. But anyway, it looks like Arsenal have decided to pull the trigger on that, that that is a deal that they want to do. They've decided very, very early, what, three months into the season, August, September, October, November, three, four months into the season, they've decided that Raya is the one that they probably want to move forward with. They're going to make that deal permanent and... Um, and what does that mean for Aaron Ramsdale? We're going to have to wait and see. There's no point in speculating about it. Aaron Ramsdale doesn't need to get drawn into all this chat um, in the build-up to the game. He needs to focus on the game at Brentford. Come in and give a good account of yourself. And that's all you can do. And if you keep doing that, Aaron, if you keep working hard and, and displaying the right attitude and all the rest of it, then you will get what you deserve, whether that be your place back at Arsenal or a move to a club um, worthy of your services that's what will happen. You know, you might have to be patient for a few months. You might have to bide your time. And I understand that with the Euros coming up in the summer as well, that probably makes Aaron Ramsdale a bit nervous and makes him feel like he really needs to sort this quickly. And that can lead to panic and that can lead to rash decisions and all the rest of it. Um, but yeah, let's, um, let's see how this goes. Just to be clear for some of you joining us late uh, in the live chat, according to Fabrizio Romano, Arsenal have informed Brentford um, that they're going to proceed with that deal and it's all been put in place. I don't think once that's done, once the paperwork is signed, that Arsenal will be able to backtrack on that should David Raya's season turn into a bit of a disaster or he pick up a serious injury. Once the deal is done, the deal is done um, and that'll be that. Now, the deal will be due to be executed, um, of course, at a later date. But if you start pulling out of things like that, A, you're acting in bad faith and B, that there will be implications to that, um, whether that be uh, legal, financial, I'm sure. Brentford are not stupid. They'll protect themselves 
uh, from the event of that happening. But anyway, thank you all so, so much for joining me on this bonus edition of the Chronicles of Aguna podcast. Uh, felt like we needed to react to the news this evening. And remember, we'll be back tomorrow with a Brentford versus Arsenal preview. If you've got any questions, please do chuck them in the chat box uh, because we're going to drop a QA and uh, a episode over the weekend um, where we'll just be focused solely on your questions. Uh, I'll prompt those that tune into the preview show tomorrow to do the same, get in the live, uh, not the live comments, but the comments post the show uh, so that I can go back and pick them out. Guys, thank you all so, so much for joining me. Until next time, take care of yourselves and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>